on, everyone? This is Drew Code Sports Talk, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And unfortunately, Cody is unavailable today, so it is going to be a solo show for me. I'm really excited about today's episode. Today's episode is going to be strictly Raiders football. I'm really excited, uh, really looking forward to um, talking to you about uh, what's ahead for the Raiders. So, hey, we're back. Let's get going. All right, guys. So, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, you're seeing this right. Drew Code is back. Um, man, it has been a while, <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know, unfortunately, life does happen. Uh, you know, you, we all have responsibilities. Uh, we all have things get in the way, and uh, so you know, hey, we're we're I'm lucky to be able to. Uh, record tonight and talk to you about uh, the thing that I'm most obsessed with, which is uh, sports. So I- I'm really excited about today's uh, today's episode. I'm I'm really upset that Cody unfortunately is not here, um, but you know, like I said, life happens. You got to do what you got to do. Um, but um, you know, Cody and I we have been going back to the gym. And we have been talking nonstop about Raiders football. Um, so I know uh, this is something that he has been wanting to get on Drew Code for a while. Um, and uh, so that's why I am here today. That's why we are recording. And we should be back for a while um, until, uh, you know, probably next week we're going to take that week off. Just because it is Thanksgiving, we are going to be with family, and then uh, we'll probably be back uh, the week after that. So, I'm excited about this. So, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> um, let's talk about Raiders football. Um, it's it, It's been a rough year for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, just on, it seems like on a hundred levels, <laughs> it's been a difficult thing for uh, for the Raiders this year. Uh, obviously, we all know uh, the first thing was uh, John Gruden. And with these emails, um, you know, it, it, I'm not going to get too into it just because we've all heard it. We all know about it now. It's just one of those things that it unfortunately happened and it came out in the middle of the season. You know, um, Cody and I, and, and, and I think Cody more so than myself, uh, have been very vocal about um, uh, wanting John Gruden out as head coach. Um, and, and it was real simple. It was mainly for football things. But when you talk about something as as vulgar and, and as ugly and sick um, as these emails that came out that he said to you know, multiple people, um, you know, you have to let him go. So uh, on one side, I- I'm glad that John Gruden is off of my team because, well, of everything that he said and also kind of happy that, you know, I don't have to deal with his, uh, his football coaching anymore. But on another hand, on another note, you do have to think about this is, <laughs> this was way bigger than football. Um, you know, and it's just disgusting that, that something like this even came out and it just makes me laugh that there is, 
um, you know, that John Gruden is trying to sue the NFL, and it's just like, I mean, you're already, <laughs> I mean, you're already down, I guess, might, might as well swing for the fences at this point, but, oh man, it's just one thing after another, but, um, you know, having said all, all of that, um, you know, Luckily, the the Raiders kind of got over the John Gruden thing. It seemed pretty quickly. I mean, Rich Bisaccia came in as the head as the interim head coach. Uh, players seemed to really rally with him, and I think that was the point. I think the Raiders ended up making Rich Bisaccia the head coach for right now, just because you have um, just what was going on with John Gruden. That that was a lot. That's a lot on players, um, and. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of turmoil when a head coach is gone, whether he's fired midseason, whether he resigns, whether you know this stuff kind of happens. So you kind of have to have a guy who can hone everybody in and focus on football again. And Rich Masaccia has been like that. So uh, to his credit, he's done a great job. Um, you know, trying to get the players to to play for him. But then this thing with Henry Ruggs came out. And again, I'm not going to go all the way into it just because we all know what happened. Um, If you haven't seen the videos, it's tough to watch because we know now that there's someone in the car. And if you haven't seen the video of the car fully engulfed in fire, it is just... It's hard to watch. And it's hard not to be a human uh, when you see that. So, you know, not only did they lose a head coach that, you know, I'm sure some people at least had a a good relationship. I mean, it's no secret that Derek Carr really tried to make that relationship happen. So that's tough. Then you talk about, um, you know, other players too, of course. But then you talk about Henry Ruggs, who... Um, you know, obviously was was very well liked in the locker room, um, and he makes a really, really awful, horrendous decision, and kills someone in the process. I mean, it's just, it's insane. I mean, you just, you don't know how to handle that. You know, you don't you don't know how to process that. You know, especially as a teammate, like you know, for Derek, for for a lot of those guys in that locker room. I mean, what do you do? And and I feel like Derek Carr really handled both situations immensely well. I mean, he handled it with class. He is a leader that whether you like Derek Carr on the football field or not, he is a guy that you can understand how people want to play for him. I mean, it was no surprise that Antonio Brown came to the Raiders because of Derek Carr. It wasn't because of John Gruden. It wasn't because of Mike Mayock. It was because of Derek Carr. And unfortunately, uh, things happened with Antonio Brown that ended up making him leave, but it wasn't because of Derek. He wanted to play with Derek. Um, You know, obviously, it's no secret. Devontae Adams would, would love to play with Derek again. Um you know, if if that's the move that he ends up going, but you know, he's also good on <laughs> he's also good with the Packers right now. But there are a lot of receivers out there who want to come over to play with Derek Carr. 
Um, and Derek has been such a great leader for, and let's be honest here, for crap organization for over 20 years. I mean, this organization has been awful. It's been awful. And Cody has argued on here multiple times, and I believe he is right, that the Raiders, the only time they were actually really stable was when they had um, Jack Del Rio as the head coach and Reggie McKenzie as the GM. Why they got rid of them, we'll never know. They had one bad season and we were all ready to let them go. And it, it 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 didn't make sense. Like, McKenzie drafted well. He got Derek Carr in the second round. And now we look back on it and everyone's saying, Derek Carr should have been the first quarterback off the board. You know, over a Blake Bortles, a Johnny Manziel. Like, ridiculous, right? He's the one who drafted Khalil Mack. In the same draft, first round. They got Khalil Mack and Derek Carr. Those guys were, were staples. And and I'm a firm believer on when you're building an organization, when you're building a football team, you first have to get the quarterback right. Once you get the quarterback right, then you got to go after a pass rusher. Got to get the pass rusher right. They had one too right there. And then you focus on the offensive line. They had a pretty decent offensive line. I mean, Rodney Hudson was there. He was a great center. He worked so well with Derek. Um, so this organization was in the right state of mind. You know, they just had a bad season. Uh, they had to work on, on getting playmakers, and they ended up doing that. But they let go of McKenzie. They let go of Del Rio. It was It was strange. You know, and, and you know what organizations do that? Bad organizations. They do that. They are the ones that get rid of a good coach. You know, the Cleveland Browns are notorious for getting rid of Bill Belichick. And he goes to the Patriots. And I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's won a few Super Bowls since in New England. So that's the thing. Bad organizations make bad decisions. Why? Why do you let go of a good thing? Because it didn't succeed when you wanted it to? That's what I mean, with this era of of immediately drafting someone else if someone had a bad year, it, it, it's it's not great for the game and which in turn it leaks into coaching, it leaks into the front office. You know, Arizona's. I mean, Arizona. They they drafted Josh Rosen the very next year. They draft Kyler Murray, which is the right move. I'm not saying that it wasn't. Sometimes you know right away, but you know there are those there are those players. There are those um, people that need a little bit. I mean, Brian Edwards is is kind of a guy that comes to mind right away, like a person on the Raiders exactly right now, a guy who had a rough first year and his second year, he's a bigger part of the offense all of a sudden. And everyone was like, Whoa, what happened? He needed a little bit of experience. Sometimes guys need it. And it's, it's the same with head coaches. I always, I have always been a firm believer of 
if I were going to sign a coach, it would either be a three or four year deal. That's going to be the max I'm giving him. Why? Because the first year is not going to go the way you want it to. But that right after that year, he's going to be in the draft. So then he's going to work with his GM and say, hey, I need these players, this player, this player, this player. Them, head coach and GM need to work together. Once they work together, they get the guys that they need. They bring in some guys from free agency, and then they start working. So from first year to second year, now you start seeing them build. But they don't fully have the team that they want yet. So it might be like a an 8, well, now it would be like a 9 and 8, 8 and 9 type of a season. But they progressed. Your third year is where you should make it to the place, playoffs. So after your third, if you don't see that type of progression from a head coach, then you let him go. I, I don't understand this whole, let's sign a coach to one year and see what happens. Now with John Gruden, it was different. John Gruden, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't getting any better. We would look great September, maybe leak into October a little bit, and then just die off. Now, the thing I wanted to get to is the reason for the Raiders' struggles this year is not because of a singular player. It's because of everything that has crumbled down. This has been a rough year. We talked about 2020 being a rough year, and it was. This year, 2021, for the Raiders, mind you, not all of us, but for the Raiders, has been awful. First, you hit a pandemic. We don't know what that did to certain players. We don't know what type of uh, decisions players, coaches, whatever it may be, front office guys, made because of COVID. Okay? Then, you, then you have all of a sudden this John Gruden thing kind of leaning, like looming over, like people are starting to get a little fed up with John Gruden. A little uneasy about John Gruden in a football sense. Like, maybe he doesn't have it. We keep seeing this great start. The Raiders start off strong. People think this team is going to be almost, you know, a, a Super Bowl team. And then all of a sudden they fall off a, off a cliff. And it's like, what in the world happened? How did we drop so far? And so then all of a sudden this John Gruden with the email thing comes in. So now you lose your head coach suddenly, not even naturally, just falls off. No matter what it was for, that just losing a coach in general is rough in itself. And you have this Rich Bisaccia guy who everyone likes. So you're like, okay, not so bad. You win a, you win a game. Then you go on a bye, and on that bye week, one of your top draft picks from last year, a guy who um, has a lot of potential and was starting to really, really see um, an uptick in his offense, um, does something stupid, and now you lose him. That's three things that you've had to deal with. 
and technically you could put COVID as two because it was last year and now this year still. There's a lot going on with the Raiders. And if you don't see that these players are trying and it's just not showing on the field, then you have no heart. You're worried about the wrong thing. You're part of a bigger problem than just football. The Raiders have had to go through things that teams normally go through like once in a great while and usually years spread out between losing a player to something stupid and losing a coach because of something stupid. The Raiders had two of those in like a two a two to three week span. That's rough. You've literally had to change your team overnight. You've literally had to change everything about your offense, everything about your defense. It's insane. So cut the Raiders some slack. Derek Carr made some really, really bad throws. They made some really bad throws last week on Sunday night against the Chiefs. Here's the thing. Derek's really trying to get a spark. We see on the TV screen, we're all watching the Raiders game. You're seeing how just unenthused this team is. Waller is dropping a lot of passes. Brian Edwards has been dropping a lot of passes. He had a huge game last week. Renfro has been decent. Jacobs has had some holes. But, like, all of a sudden, we just stopped running the football randomly. Um, Kenyon Drake has been a nice spark. But nothing has been consistent. It's been kind of here and there. You know, everyone was talking about how hyped they were about Zay Jones because he's got this great connection with Derek Carr, and and I'm not denying that. But I think Zay Jones was a better um, role player than more of a, a, a bigger part. The defense has been has been really nice. I mean, it's been really nice, but I mean, especially last week's game. I mean, they just couldn't get anything going. They couldn't get any mistakes by the Chiefs, and you could just see the avalanche of problems happen with that defense. Like what we see on the TV screen, like I was saying, like what we see, we're all seeing it. The team sees it too. Derek Carr sees it. Rich Basaccia sees it. Greg Olson sees it. Gus Bradley sees everyone. They all see it. So when Derek Carr throws these so-called ducks, which they were bad. They were, there's no excuse. He shouldn't have thrown it. But he throws it because he's trying to get a spark. He's trying to get something going. He's trying to get this team to get out of this weird, weird Raiders curse funk that we have right now. He's trying to get guys to live up to their potential. Because I I don't think anyone would argue this Raiders team is actually not a bad team. This is the defense has been way more improved this year. They should have a great one two running attack. They have a, a great quarterback. Yes, I said great. 
And they have capable receivers. I would say that's the one thing that they probably need uh, to address. One of the main things that they need to address. Um, and uh, and so I, I just... <laughs> you look at all of this and... Everyone's like, well, what's going on with, with Derek Carr? Why all this? Because he's trying to get these guys to, to do something. You know, it's... It, he's he's poking... He's poking the bear. He's trying to wake this bear up. And, and I, I'm honest. I'm being 100% honest with you guys right now. The Raiders have a team that can get into the playoffs. They just have to play like it. They have to get out of their own funk. It's hard. It's easier said than done. No question. This is one of the hardest things. And then you talk about, I didn't even hit on everything, Damon Arnett with his stupid Instagram post. And now he's got a lawsuit on his hands and the Raiders are like, good God, just let him go. I mean, it's it's obvious that these guys are just not good for the team, you know, um, you know, I don't know how well liked Damon Arnett was on the team, um, you know, he, he lost a lot of his playing time, I mean, he was, he was kind of filling in for, uh, Trayvon Mullen, uh, while he's out, but, I mean, for the most part, he, he hasn't been a, a big time, I mean, Faison came in and, and has been better, so I don't know how well liked he was, but you just talk about all the obstacles that the Raiders come our way. If you're a Raider fan and you're just, I'm done with the Raiders. I'm done with the Raiders. I understand. If you don't want to watch this year, that's fine. Honestly, I'll give you a pass. Why? Because no other team has ever gone through this. No team has ever had this minute, this much turmoil, in one single year. And if you are saying that's that can't be true, then I'll wait. I'll wait for you to let me know <laughs> what team has gone through this. Because I got to be honest with you, I don't think there is one. So, that brings me to my next question. Can the Raiders get back on track? I think they can. It's not a question of can they. It's a question of Will they? Will they get back? I believe Derek Carr thinks they will. I believe that the defense believes that they will. I believe that most of those players thinks that thinks that they will get back on track. But they all have to buy in. They all have to be on the same page. And that is what the problem is. Some people are all in. Some people are half in. And you can say that about a lot of teams, yes. But this is a different set of circumstances that you have to think about. And the Raiders are going to need to come together. I mean, we hear about it all the time in the NBA where these teams start getting on a losing streak. They get a team meeting and they just like air crap out. Now, it's harder to do an NFL, but... You could do it. And I feel like if the Raiders do that, you will see a shift. You will see a shift. 
in the Raiders team for the better. So, I think they can. But again, will they? And that's a huge, huge question mark. Um, Because the way they've played the last couple of nights, or a couple of uh, weeks, it hasn't been great. And... This week, it may not be as good as we'd want. But hopefully, maybe Thanksgiving, they can get back on track. Because it is not impossible from going from Thanksgiving on to get into the playoffs. So, they'll just have to play well. <laughs> Alright guys, so I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we are going to see... What the Raiders should do moving forward in the future. Not this year, but next year and beyond. Alright guys, thank you for staying on here. Um, man, I'm just I'm so emotionally drained just talking about all the struggles that the Raiders have gone through. But I do want to talk about um, what the Raiders need to do in the future. And... The question I wrote down was, should the Raiders do a complete rebuild? I mean, complete. GM, head coach, quarterback, the whole team. Okay, Should they do a whole rebuild? Um, I think the rebuild needs to go a step further. And I've said this for a while, maybe not on here. But I have said this for a while that I fully, fully believe that Mark Davis should not be the owner of the Raiders. Some people do like him. Um, I don't think he's as senile as his dad was towards the end of his career, of course. But there is a little bit of an issue um with with the way Mark Davis runs because as I talked about earlier with the Reggie McKenzie Jack Del Rio situation he basically just forced them out to put in John Gruden and then John Gruden was like hey let's get Mike Mayock because he's really good in the draft and then he comes to find out according to Mike Mayock that he wasn't even really drafting anyway it was mainly John Gruden um listen. Mark Davis is good friends with John Gruden. And I think a lot of us, if you put yourself in this situation, if you had a best friend and he was like, Hey, I want to coach again, I want I want to coach, I want to coach, let me coach your team, you would probably do whatever it is in your power, specifically since you're the owner of the team, to put that person in. So I understand that part of it. But here's the thing. You had a good thing going. It it was a one bad year. And it wasn't even that terrible, to be perfectly honest. I know people are probably going to, you know, message me and be like, well, you know, they were, they had this, this record. Listen, I don't, I don't care. I saw the 2016 Raiders team with Jack Del Rio with Reggie McKenzie. It was a bad year. 2016, they were phenomenal. If it's not for Derek Carr getting his leg broken, 
they might have made a push for Super Bowl. That was a really good team. That was a team that could have easily, easily beat Brock Osweiler and the Texans. Easily. But unfortunately, we we didn't have Carr. We didn't even have our backup. We had our, our third string. So, for everyone saying that, you know, we needed to get rid of them, you're, you're just telling yourself to make yourself feel better. <laughs> that that's what needed to happen. It didn't. It didn't need to happen. Um, you know, it should have been given at least one more year. At least. But, um, you know, he brings in his friend John Gruden. And this is the issue that I have. John Gruden basically has full control. And they give him a 10-year contract. Guy hasn't coached in 10 years. He's been in the booth. And now you get all these emails about John Gruden. Why are we not thinking that Mark Davis is kind of the same way? If he's really pushing so hard, so hard for John Gruden to force a good coach who was who had got us to the playoffs, they forced him out to put John Gruden in. You don't just do that for anybody. You do that for a really good friend. Someone that you know well. Someone that, if I were in the same situation and and Cody was like, hey, let me coach the Raiders, which Cody would never do. He's smarter than that. He would just be like, hey, can I get a coaching job? I don't care what coaching job, just give me a coaching job. I'd say, heck yeah, man. Okay. I would do that in a heartbeat for Cody. So this guy forced a good thing out to put in his friend who has all these ugly remarks and emails that he's sending out to other teams, other people on other teams, just, you know, talking. Why do we not think that he was also not doing that with Mark Davis? You got to know someone real well to have the audacity to blow everything up like, like you did. Trade Khalil Mack. Trade Amari Cooper for all these first-round picks and letting him draft Cleland Farrell fourth overall. Like, you, you have to, you have to know who this person is. It's such a, a dumb thing to think that he didn't know. Okay? So, Mark Davis makes bad football choices because he lets the wrong people have all this control. And not only that, do I think he's pretty similar in the type of person that John Gruden was? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think he is. Why? Because he did grow up in an era where that was still okay. You know? It, that was that was that was the 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 thing to do and it's not right and he shouldn't be in power i don't think i i've never been a huge fan of mike mayock um you know i might be more willing now after everything has come out um to give him another year but i think if you would do a a complete rebuild which again 
I'm I'm bringing all this Mark Davis thing up, but to be perfectly honest, I know it's not going to happen. Um, you know, I know that they're going to. It would have to be something like a Donald Sterling type situation where he's being recorded um, or emails like John Gruden. It, it has to be something like that for him to even get out. So I know it's one of those those hills that's going to be hard to, to top. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it can happen. And I think we need to watch out for it. I don't think it's impossible. But let's talk about an... Uh, a more realistic rebuild, which would be GM, head coach, quarterback. Now, I like I said, I, I would be okay if Mike Mayock gets another year, but I got to see how he drafts this year. <laughs> I, I really got to see the draft. And I, I think I'm now more on the side of, let's give Mike Mayock this year. Let him hire a coach that he wants. Don't let Mark Davis interfere. Don't say, don't let Mark Davis pick a guy from the booth again. Don't let him get Rex Ryan because I can see him going after like a Rex Ryan. That that would be, um, yeah, let's get another Ryan brother in the Raiders. If you're a Raider fan, you remember Rob Ryan, who was awful for us. I can't imagine getting Rex Ryan and just making matters worse. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's get, let the GM do the GM job. Let him do it. So Mark Davis, let Mike Mayock have this year. Let this be his year. Let this be his resume that he can send out to the world later on. Whether it could be good or bad. You guys, ha- the Raiders have to rebuild. This this has to be a rebuild. You You can't keep everything... The way it is, and just expect a head coach to come in and just work with it. It's not going to happen. You have to rebuild. So Mike Mayock, make some trades, get some picks, extra picks, get rid of some expiring contracts, get rid of some uh, bad contracts, uh, get rid of some younger players who um, have potential um, that might thrive in a different area that's not working for you, aka Jonathan Abram. And you can at me at that. I, I'm I'm over Abram. Um. So you know, use what you have. Throw. Throw what you can at this draft. See what you can get. You're gonna have to get a smart head coach. I think if you're if you're the Raiders, Eric Bieniemy is probably going to be my number one candidate. And the reason I say that is because. He's been in the division for a very long time. He's the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. If you don't know who Eric Bieniemy is, he should have had a head coaching job like four years ago uh, and every year since and still hasn't gotten it. So might as well go for it now. Um, he's a smart He's a smart coach. A lot of guys seem to really uh, like to play for him. Um, I think that's example of why a lot of people have been going to the Chiefs, specifically offensive players, because they like Eric Bieniemy. So, and I, you might get a few players to come with him as well. Um, you know, there's a few players on the Chiefs that um, could fit for the Raiders. You know, so 
Um, I think that would be a really smart uh, thing to do. And then you go, um, you know, you then you could look at like Kellen Moore, who actually has a, a, a pretty good, I don't know how close they are, but I know he, he has somewhat of a rapport with Derek Carr. Um, and Kellen Moore is the offensive coordinator for the for the Cowboys. Uh, he's another guy I think would be a good fit. And the reason I say that is because I believe you keep Derek. But if it's going to be a full rebuild, I am almost to the point where I'm okay if Derek goes to another team and gets the respect that he deserves on another team and the Raiders just completely rebuild. Because I don't think it's fair to completely rebuild with Derek Carr. Now, Derek will say he wants to. He'll do anything to stay. And I'm sure he would. But I don't think it's fair now. Uh, Derek has gone. He's he's a veteran quarterback now. Uh, he deserves to go somewhere where he can win. And if he stays with the Raiders, I'm not sure he can. Now, we'll see. I mean, there's so many factors. You know, there a head coach that comes in, he may be like, no, I want Derek Carr. And that would be another reason you get Kellen Moore because he's going to be someone who's going to want to keep Derek because Kellen Moore was the quarterback for Boise State when Derek Carr was the quarterback for Fresno State. Okay? So they had so many battles against each other for years. Um, so they know each other. Um, and they've met each other. <laughs> and what would be even better is that might actually entice Devontae Adams to come over to the Raiders because Devontae Adams was the receiver of Derek Carr at Fresno State while Callum Moore was the quarterback at Boise State who faced him. So you could see a lot. <laughs> you could see um, a lot of things falling into place. So, you know, Kellen Moore is, is another one that, that it comes to mind. Um, there's other coaches I wouldn't mind, but those are the two that I really wanted to bring up that I think should be the number one and number two targets for the Raiders. I think those two guys are, you need offensive guys because the Raiders have not had offensive guys in a long time. Don't tell me John Gruden because we saw what it was. It wasn't great. <laughs> okay. So don't try and tell me that's your argument because I'm going to laugh in your face. Um, but we talk about, um, you know, Kellen Moore, who is an up-and-comer. He's doing really great things for the Cowboys. And you talk about Eric Bieniemy, who's been very successful with the Chiefs. Now, we look at um, the Chiefs have had a kind of a struggle, but that's not Bieniemy. That's just kind of Mahomes throwing a lot of picks, a lot more picks than he normally does. That's not Bieniemy saying, hey, Throw this downfield. He's just missing guys during the throws. So, um, is still setting up his offense how he normally does. So, those are the guys that I, I would really like to see the Raiders pursue. Now, do those guys want to come to Las Vegas? That is another question in itself. And we're not going to go there. But let's say it is going to be a complete rebuild, which it is possible. Mike Mayock's fired. Rick Bisaccia will not be the head coach. And they don't re-sign Derek Carr. They want to have as much money as they can. Okay? Let's let's play that game. The GM they should go after, and I think what Raider Nation would love, 
and it would be a smart move is Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick, yes, again, I know a lot of people are like, well, we just had a guy who came from ESPN who hadn't been in football for a while. Listen, GM situation is a little bit different than coaching. Lewis Riddick would be playing GM like he has been basically at ESPN for a couple of years now. Lewis Riddick is also a former Raider who played. He's a guy that players will will and do respect. Lewis Riddick is a guy who is a no BS type of a guy. He's going to tell you how it is. That is what this organization needs right now. They need a guy who is going to be well-liked, but also isn't going to try and be shady and, and, and do all types of different things. He's going to keep it real, and he's going to get the best product that he can out on that field. Lewis Riddick will fight tooth and nail to get the Raiders right. And I believe that wholeheartedly he would be an amazing, amazing GM. Lewis Riddick would be my number one guy. Then you go off your head coach. Like I said, I think Eric Bieniemy is the way to go. Uh, with everything that has happened with the Raiders, Eric Bieniemy has never had issues. Um, Kellen Moore is more of a risk because he hasn't been in the league for very long. He's still an up-and-comer. We don't know what he's like. I think Eric Bieniemy is more well-respected around the league. So you can get other players to come over and start winning. I don't want to say immediately, but but have a better chance of winning immediately. I think Eric Bieniemy is the way to go. Then you go after quarterback. I think you have to draft a quarterback. I don't think there's really going to be any guys on the free agent market. Unless you can get a Russell Wilson. Unless, well, I'm not even going to say the other name because I don't want it. So <laughs> I'd say Russell Wilson. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. He's too old. But Russell Wilson is still a good, or well, still a great quarterback. Um, and he is a guy who you can build the franchise up around for a few years. You don't have to worry about, is he going to retire right away? So that is what, if I'm the Raiders, that's what I'm going to do. Now, personally, I think you give Mike Mayock another year. You let him hire a coach. Um, I'd say you keep Derek Carr, and if that is the case, you go after Kellen Moore. You see what happens. Because if Mayock then gets fired and you let go of Kellen Moore, it's really not that bad because Kellen Moore will find another job quickly. Um, and Mayock, um, well, he probably won't find another job. But you you gave him a shot. And then you have Derek Carr who has a rapport with Kellen Moore, and hey, maybe something works out. So... All right, guys. Well, I think that's it. Um, you know, it, it was... I get fired up talking about the Raiders, especially what we've gone through. I didn't even get to talk about, like, <laughs> the no calls in Sunday night's game, but which I'm sure everyone's sick of talking about and hearing about. But, um, you know, it just seems like a really unfair year for the Raiders. So hopefully we can get back on track. I believe we can. Um, like I said, we just have to have the will to do it. Um, but hey, guys, go check us out on all the social media sites. Uh, that is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're all uh, Drew Code Sports Talk. 
Um, also, go check out our YouTube channel, which we usually post videos. We probably won't be posting any videos until either after Thanksgiving or possibly after Christmas or New Year's, I should say. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely keep you updated on that. But go subscribe um, and uh, like and comment on the videos that we do post or have posted. Um, you know, tell us how you feel. Uh, go check us out on uh, uh, subscribe and rate and review on all the major podcast sites, which is going to be uh, Spotify, iHeart, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So go check us out. We want to hear from you. One star. Uh, let us know what we're doing wrong that you don't like. Give us a five star and let us know what you do like. And uh, that way we can keep doing what you like. So, um, you know, go check out our partners at fnxfitness.com. Uh, they got workout gear, workout supplements. Uh, we can actually get you a uh, 15% off of uh, your purchase by plugging in a uh, Drew Code code, <laughs> which sounds kind of weird. But uh, go check it, go check it out. And um, you know they have really good stuff. But you know you're going to be looking through there. You're going to be adding a lot of things to your cart. It's going to add up to the price. So get that 15% off. Um, and uh, we should uh, we'll put a link into. Uh, the bio of the episode and we do have our website up which is uh, drewcodesportstalk.com there's also a link from there as well so go check all that out and we usually put a link in the YouTube uh, channels as well so or um, not channel well yes on our YouTube channel and our videos so you can also uh, go back and, and do that so and I think that is it. I know Cody is going to kill me because I probably forgot so much. I mean, there's so much that we can <laughs> that there's out there. But hey, well, I'm glad to be back. I'm excited. I wanted to talk sports with everyone. So please let me know uh, what you thought. Hey, maybe you completely disagree with all my Raiders takes. That's fine. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think, and um, I'll either mock you. Um, to my wife or to, <laughs> and to Cody or I will uh, at you as well so <laughs> no I'm just kidding guys but for real let us know um, what you think we want to hear from you we want to and then that way we can come back on here um, in the weeks ahead and we can talk about what you guys had, had told us so we always want to hear it from you alright well thank you so much for listening I appreciate you guys Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm glad I was able to do an episode. Like I said, next week we will not be doing an episode. The week after that we should be back on track. So we'll see you then.